Hey guys, it's Josh, and welcome back to the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Joining me today is one of my, I can say we're old friends at this point. It's It's been a while. My friend Tyler. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> how's, how's it going, Josh? It is going good. I know we haven't seen each other in a while. I'm a crappy friend. Uh, <laughs> you have <laughs> you have two little ones who I still have yet to meet. <laughs> but That's they're growing. That is true. <laughs> um but welcome to the bachelor pad you know you have a nice little i know i, don't, I, don't, I know I, I like the digs even <laughs> even through uh even through just a call you know this is a pretty spacious place yeah you know what and this is just the smallest room this is just like my little like office space now um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no but today guys we're talking about ldrs long distance relationships um a lot of people are making them work, especially these are kind of like many long distance relationships, but during COVID, like a lot of people are just doing Zoom dating, don't actually get to go out and see that person that much. So, I mean, a lot more people are having some practice with being separated from their significant other. And then obviously, you know, people date at, from different universities. So it's a thing. We're going to get into it. Okay. Fun fact, uh, I just found this out. A little, like about 60% of long distance relationships actually like work out for like long term date, like relationships, which I think is wild, like over half. But then I'm like, how long, like, could this really go on? You know, if it's like, do you guys date a month, two months? Is that successful? Or is it like 10 years? Are you apart for 10 years? Uh, I don't know. Right. That that sounds that sounds pretty extreme. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I know you've been in a long distance relationship before, Tyler. Tell me a little bit yes, about that. Absolutely. I've been I've actually been in uh, two long distance relationships, and the and the craziest part about that was that they were actually back to back. So I went from like one long distance relationship to another. <laughs> was it with the <laughs> same person? Did, yeah. you, did you break like, up you know, and be like, you know hey, what, let's the, try it again? Hey, the stress, the stress of this first one wasn't enough. Let's do another one. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't quite tell if I liked it or not. Let's try it again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's you know. I, I'm that guy. I'll do anything twice. <laughs> <laughs> How long were they? Uh, if you don't mind me asking. Um. So let's see. The first one. Um. I met her. That's, well, I shouldn't just say her. I should probably give names for 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 anonymity reasons. Uh, we'll just call the first one Angie and the second one uh, Lauren. Okay. So I met I met Angie when I was a junior in high school. Um, I actually had a friend um, who I guess. So he has family uh, in Chicago, and I guess he was visiting one time, and then started dating this uh, this girl named Adri, and uh, she actually came to Ohio to visit him, um, but she didn't want to come by herself because you know Chicago to Cincinnati's kind of a drive, right? Uh, so she brought a friend. So she brought her friend Angie with her, and the day that um, the day that Adri was coming into town to see Matt. Matt uh, just asked me in the hallway, he's like, hey, man, my girlfriend's coming in from Chicago and she has a friend. Is there any way, you know, you could, like, 
help me out and, you know. Being a good uh, wingman, yeah, yeah. Come, come hang out with us. And uh, so I was like, yeah, sure, you know, no big deal. And then uh, Angie and I really hit it off quite a bit. And uh, eventually, like I think two days later, we were, I, I use air quotes when I say this, dating. Right, right. Um, the crazy thing about that relationship is that it was very much, um, oh, goodness, how do I explain it? So, like, I only saw Angie twice in the amount of time that we were together. Oh. And we were together for, like, I want to say, I want to say, like, up until spring break of my freshman or sophomore year of college. So like it was, um, it was it was pretty crazy. It was uh, it was very up and down because, like relationships like that, if it's if it's something where you don't have something set out so you guys can like see each other like once a month or once every two months, once every three months, or you know so on and so forth, um, it can be very hard. It's it's a very difficult thing to go through, especially since at that point in time, and this will make some people laugh, but Skype was just in its infancy. Oh. So, so Skype was not, um, like, things like Skype and FaceTime and, you know, Google Duo and stuff like that yeah. wasn't really a thing yet. So, you know, I mean, yeah, we could Skype, but it was, like, the video quality was always shit. Yeah. Because Wi-Fi was bullshit back then. Um, <laughs> so... Um, you know, there, there would be like stretches of time where, you know, if she, if she like didn't send me like pictures of herself or something like that, I would probably have forgotten her Facebook, like just a voice on a phone. You know, (laughs) I know that sounds terrible to say, but back then that's kind of how it was. It was phone calls and that was about it. You're so right. Like that's, it's not even a joke. Like it seems like a whole nother lifetime ago, but in all reality, it was probably like less than fifteen years ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, for me, for me, that was all stuff that was happening like uh, nine or ten years ago. Yeah, actually. I was going to be about ten. I was like two thousand. I'm trying to think like when I started using Skype, and it was probably about oh eight, oh nine. So yeah, about a decade ago. Right. So, um, so with with that one, it did, it didn't help that. So uh, we got into my we got into our senior year because we were both the same age. Um, and I ended up, uh, my family ended up moving to Florida. So now it goes from being a relationship that's me in Cincinnati, her in Chicago to her in Chicago and me in Tampa, Florida. So, you know, and we already, and we only saw each other twice at that point anyways. Now it was like, how are we going to see each other at all? I mean, that sounds like a romantic vacation, you know? It does. It does. Um, and then let's see, I think, uh, uh, it kind of got to a point where she kind of ignored me a lot, didn't really talk to me or respond very much. So I pretty much considered the relationship over, right. um, you know, cause she was always too busy at school and stuff like that. And I'm kind of like, well, I'm at school too, but you still see me trying to communicate and stuff. So what the hell? Um, and then I actually met a, uh, so I was in Florida, I was on Facebook, and then I actually came across a girl that I went to school with in Ohio, um, Lauren, who I'm talking about now, and um, 
quite a bit. Uh, it was around that spring break, like my freshman or sophomore year, like I talked about. And she actually came out to Florida to visit me on her spring break. And, you know, I, I hadn't seen her since like third grade. Oh, Jesus. So, so, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, I'll come out to, I'll come out to visit you, all that stuff. She stayed, she stayed for like a week and we started dating. Um, now, that, <laughs> I know, damn, Tyler, the, the roller coaster that is your life. I mean, when you feel it, I guess you feel it, you know. I've been told uh, there aren't time limits on things, so like, hey, a week, get right, into it. Yeah. Right, so, um, but yeah, her and I started dating and this long distance relationship was much better than the one that I have with Angie because with Angie it was like, you know, we're together but we're not together and you know um you know i'll continue with my story but if i could sidetrack for like one second the thing so like the big difference between like my relationship with angie and my relationship with lauren um was like lauren and I, lauren and i made a plan to see each other like every month and a half right so it was like every six weeks you know she would either come out to florida or i would come out to ohio okay um so uh, the only the only difference being is that that relationship did not last as long as the one with Angie, which was kind of surprising. So it's kind of it's kind of one of those things where even if you do see the person often enough, that doesn't mean it's going to be a better relationship. If that makes any sense, hundred uh, percent. You know, not- and you know. So let's see. I think Lauren and I were only together for like six months. Um, so we only we only got to see each other maybe like three times or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I had come to find out, you know, she she was acting a little weird for some reason, um, and I found out that she hooked up with somebody at a party, uh, and I, you know, I was, and th- and this was while she was visiting me in Florida. Oh and wow! She still had two days in Florida, so it was it was pretty bad. Um, but at the, so at this point, I'll preface this. At this point, I was not a very confident person. So I was like desperate. Oh, man, this girl is so beautiful. There's no way I could find another girl like this. Right. So uh, me, I, I, I sold out to myself and held on to that relationship. Um, and then we find out we're moving back to Ohio. And she actually dumps me two weeks before I get back to Ohio. I mean, she was like, hey, she's like, let's be honest, when you get back, I really don't want you to come over. So uh, just to let you know, a little heads up. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly what happened. And I was pretty uh, unhappy about it. I I I was very much emotionally invested in that relationship. Not that I wasn't invested in the relationship with Angie, but it was just different because this was somebody that actually made an effort to come see me and I would go see them. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of my story. Uh, we can definitely take a deeper dive if you like. I mean, a hundred percent. We'll, we'll, we'll go back and reference some of these things and then I'll, I'll ask you about them. Um, I was going to say, because what I, what I'm starting to learn is we're fed like so many expectations through like, well, not back then, like if I was going to say social media, but like. TV and movies, like cinematic love, which is, which is, which is not realistic at all. You know, those grand romantic gestures, hundred percent. 
or like people actually putting in the work to like do some like self discovery or like compromising. Like I've, I've never seen a real compromise in a movie, you know, it's just like one person does the thing and it's like, okay, we're all good. But I was like, no, that's not how relationships work. You know, I was like, there are times where you're like, you know what? I can't do as much as I want to do because this person isn't comfortable with it or like whatever, you know? Or you're like, right. well, and you also, and you also notice nine times out of the 10. And, and, and I mean, this, this is going to, I guess this will sound sexist to some, but nine times out of 10 in those movies, it's always the guy that screws up. 100%. And it's always the guy that has to apologize and prove that he loves the girl or whatever. Right. Uh, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, ladies that are listening to this. Uh, yes, we are men. We do screw up. Uh, we do we do make mistakes, and nine times out of ten, we are the ones that are apologizing for it. But I've had plenty of times with, with my wife that, you know, she's apologized to me for stuff because she was mean about something or just wasn't – or just wasn't being nicer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so – to have to have the scenario in which the guy is always the one that screws up or does something wrong. I mean, I get it. We do mess things up, but women women get it wrong too sometimes. So I'd like some representation, damn it. <laughs> you know what? We we can side project. We'll make us like a like a little TV series. You know, little rom com. The guy falls head over heels for the girl. She just uses and abuses <laughs> him. You know, I like it. Honestly, I feel like that. I feel like that's almost like how I met your mother. There were so many different dynamics in there where I think everybody messed up just a hair, you know? <clears throat> oh yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, that's, that's because like a, a show, a show like that was definitely about, uh, how people change throughout, throughout relationships and yes. how everything can come full circle. Because I mean, spoiler alert, for those of you that have, haven't watched that show, uh, what 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 uh, the main character's name? I can't remember his name. Ted Mosby. Um, but yeah, he 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 te- he's telling his kids the story about how he met their mother. Turns out, mom's dead now. So I'm just gonna go out with your aunt Robin now, and everything's gonna be hunky dory. But <laughs> I mean, what a terrible end to it. You know what? I like like I'm I'm really bad at like series finales. I used to love them. Now I like intentionally don't watch last episodes because you never get the resolution you want. You know, it's 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 not the fan service that it should be. Except for Arrow, because yes, exactly. I was okay with that one. For all of you who haven't watched Arrow, sidetrack, you should go watch Arrow. It was a great TV show. Eight seasons. I mean, it was a good TV. Show. It was it was a good TV show for two seasons. Oh. <laughs> As much as I love uh, relationships, yeah. uh, long distance. Uh, you know what? I see why we have a long distance relationship yeah, right now, Tyler. Because if we were together all the time, <laughs> and I heard this blasphemy, we we'd be over. Okay. Hopping hopping back into it. Uh, um, we're gonna take a little break right here, and then uh, we'll be back. Yeah, right now. We'll... What do you think? Was like the hardest part about a long distance relationship for you? Between the first long distance relationship with me and the second one, so like 
being able to see the other person's face because, you know, a lot of the time, you just get a pixelated screen. You right. wouldn't even, like, get to see the actual person. Um, and sometimes the call would just cut out for no reason because the connection was just absolutely horrendous. Um, whereas my second relationship, um, you know, FaceTime had come along. Um, at, that, at that point, you know, uh, we, all, we also had Skype was much better at what it was doing <laughs> at that point in, 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 my, in, in my relationship with Lauren. So, um, but the thing that I hated the most was just the distance because at some point it felt like I was in more of a relationship with my phone or my computer than it was with an actual person, if that makes sense. I can totally understand that. Because, um, like, the other person just ends up becoming a voice on your phone. Yeah. Or, you know, a voice on your computer. It's not an actual thing. Um, and, and, I feel, and I feel like that's where, um, you know, because when we get into relationships, I feel like psychologically we have a need to be intimate and be physical with those relationships, whether it's through, you know, PDA, like holding hands, kissing, that kind of stuff, all, all the way up to sex. I think, I think that that just psychologically um, can mess you up pretty good. Bit. And you went exactly where I wanted you to go with that. Um, I have a small <laughs> little list of uh, things that uh, I hear are hard and long-distance relationships. And just let me know if you like experience these or you think that, that yeah. they aren't things or you think that there need to be more things on this list. Um you kind of just talked about the lack of physical intimacy, uh, which is like your PDA, you know, sex, um, just like being in the presence of another human being, you know? Uh, So we'll check that off. And then you have worrying about your partner finding somebody new while you're not there, or the stress of you like being interested in somebody and like, how does that affect the dynamic? social media wasn't as big of a thing back back like like no. so 10 years ago as well so it was easier to yeah. hide things like oh absolutely it was now, I, mean, I mean you still i mean you still had facebook um and twitter uh but i don't think instagram had quite yet started yet or um, snapchat but yeah like location sharing yeah, really yeah. wasn't a thing back then either Pretty much like the 
social media dark ages, I guess. Right. something we all kind of hold on to like regardless of how old we get like the sense of insecurity is kind of what makes a relationship passionate in a sense um because we always feel like we have to try to keep impressing or like change things up for our partner to give them a better experience and to make them like want to stay or like remind them why they're here weeks off like like when you're in college you can take a couple days off class you know and just sets the tone like if you don't have that trust you know then um it's kind of like a doom to fail situation
this. If you're in a long-distance relationship, you are either going to cheat or the person you're dating is either going to cheat. It's just, it's just a fact. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, if you're somebody who is in a long-distance relationship right now and you're listening to this and you're a teenager, I, I am, I'm just telling you the 100% truth. You probably don't want to hear it. You probably don't want to think that that's happening, but I'm telling you right now it is. Uh, especially a lot of times you see this like in that younger like teenage community is once you hit that senior year and then um, you might, you guys might not go to the same college in the same city like you could be states right. apart um, yes, exactly and I was like and when do you well, go ahead yeah. oh yeah well well I sorry sorry to cut you off it was just a thought I had but um, I think I think one of the other differences now too though is I feel like so I can only speak from my only anecdotal experience. For me, I got into these relationships because I genuinely liked this person and you know I wanted to be with this person because I figured I would find a way to make this work. Nowadays, I feel like I feel like a lot of these teenagers are all just getting together just for sex. I mean, and I, I feel like that's happening more and more as the years go on. I mean, that's. Um, I, I'd, I'd be lying if I said that's not a strong motivator for, like, a lot. Is like, we all know sex makes the world go round. That's how we continue the species. Um, but also, I think something now, or, like, the kids now are still, like, a little stupid from time to time. Like, they do a lot of things I'd never do. But I think because they've grown up in the social media age, they kind of do more reflection on themselves and, like, kind of have stronger identities of who they are so maybe that could be a factor too is like like this is something i'm just now getting into but some people might know already is like knowing when to quit or just like knowing what the oh, yeah. purpose of a relationship is or like hey i'm not looking oh, yeah. for well, like, like a, oh and, and and i and i think i also think to that end i mean you know hundred percent. You know, back 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 then, you know, you were just sending pictures to you know someone, especially in long distance relationships. Sexting does happen; it just does. Hundred percent. Um, you got to keep it fresh, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, gotta gotta keep that spark alive. Um, yeah. For for me, for me, um, I, I think nowadays it's so much easier for these kids to just like I, I don't know if you call it sexting now or whatever you would call it, but with, you know, with stuff like Skype and FaceTime, I mean, hell, you know, if you're a, if you're a parent, I'm sure, if you're a parent and you're listening to this, I'm sure it's something that you have to worry about. I mean, I'm a parent, thank God my kids are only two and one right now, but, you know, when they, when they get older, because inevitably they will get older, it is definitely something that, you know, I will have to make sure is not happening, because I, I just don't think kids should be doing that. Um, and the only reason that I'm focusing on, you know, the teenage section right now is just because my first long-distance relationship, I was a teenager. Right. You know, I was young and dumb and, you know, wasn't really thinking about anything other than, oh, this girl's pretty. I want her. So... And now you're yeah, just... That's kind of that's, that's how I see it. Um... And, you know, I, I really hope that once my kids are older, I really hope none of, neither one of them start in some kind of long-distance relationship. 
know what I'm going for. Well, we're going to kind of like get into that and go back. Because you're like, well, what quantifies as a long distance relationship? You know, is it a certain amount of time without seeing your partner or like space? Because when you're younger, before yeah. you get your like license, like you, you don't have as oh, much, yeah. like, especially if they didn't go to the same school as you. Say they lived in a different school district. Across town can be super far away and, like, right. keep you apart. Like, and you only see the time, like, I, like, dated somebody when I was in summer camp. So, we only saw each other in the summer. I was like, was that, is, that long, is that long distance or is that, like, just, like, seasonal love? I don't know. Or, like I said, I dated somebody, like, across the town, you know. I don't know how many of you guys are familiar with Cincinnati, but, like, Colerain and Lakota, like, without a car or, like, Westchester... That's like pretty. Yeah. It's pretty far. Oh yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's a good. Uh, that's a good thirty minute thirty minute drive on a good day. Right. <laughs> and so I was like, imagine having to walk that to see like your significant other. Nobody's doing that. Right. Right. Well, I would say I would say you know what qualifies as a long distance relationship. Honestly, I I feel like that that really depends on on age more than anything. Right. Um. You know, because I mean, hell, if you're, you know, if you're 14 and you're, you know, you met somebody that goes to a school that's maybe 20 minutes away from you, you're not driving, so you have to rely on, you know, parents to take you to and from places, or if you have friends that are nice enough to help you out in that department, I guess. But um, for me, when I think of long distance relationship, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, the relationships that I went through. You know. You know from. You know, Angie, who was living in Chicago while I was in Cincinnati, to Lauren, who was living in Columbus while I was living in Tampa. You know, so I mean, we're—I mean, those are those are some great distances. If you didn't know, they are. <laughs> or like, uh, um, sorry for you non-local people to our section, but I mean, would you count count like Columbus to Newport? Is that long distance? Like, is is outside uh, the city New- long distance? Kentucky? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, you're you're talking about what a two and a half, three hour drive. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I mean, not not that it can't be done. Um, you know, I I think if you if you have the means to do that traveling, you know, obviously if you have a car and you, you're able to do that, I think it's more doable. Um, you know, granted, it's not the most fun thing in the world, but you could probably swing, you know, going to, uh, you know, if, you, if you're dating somebody that lives in Columbus and you live in Newport, I mean, you could probably swing that, like, every weekend. Um, but it just kind of depends on what you're willing to do. And, and that's the other thing, too, about uh, long-distance relationships that I just thought of um, is there's a lot of sacrifice involved. And, um, and that's you know, what I was talking about with, like, the compromising is, like, you don't see that a lot of times in, like, uh, re- no, present-day well, media. Especially, especially nowadays, when everyone is so used to the instant gratification they get from everything. Because, I, I mean, you, you go outside, you know, look, look, at, look at social media. It's instant gratification. We expect that from the world around us, and we also expect it in our relationships, too, now. Right. So... Because there are so many times that, like, so I have a sister that's 18, and, you know, she's broken up with some guys just because they got into an argument over something, and it's something dumb, 
and she, oh, you know what? No, it just wasn't worth it because I was fighting with them. And if you're some, if you're someone who's married now or in a serious relationship, we all know that fights are going to happen with your significant other. Right. It's it's a given. And, and I mean, hell, I, I fight with my wife about something like <laughs> every couple days, every few days, whatever. Um, but. You know, just because you have disagreement with the person you're dating, married to, whatever, it doesn't mean that you're not compatible. It just means you disagree on something. And we talked about that on the intimacy episode, how um, I believe a healthy relationship does consist of fighting. Because if you can't argue your points, um, then, then maybe you shouldn't be together. Because we all know, like, communication is super huge which is another issue that a lot of couples in like not just long distance relationships but pretty much any relationships have you know sometimes we're not effective when we're trying to communicate you know if you're yelling yeah. at, at yeah. me about socks when you really want to talk about how like you think i don't take you out enough like i'm never right. going to take you out more because i think you're upset about socks yes yeah. yeah uh and, and and i mean don't don't get me wrong i I think communicating is great. I do think there's some times when maybe you shouldn't communicate uh, about something, especially especially if it's going to turn into a huge knockdown, dragout fight. Because some sometimes you just shouldn't say things. Yeah. If that makes sense, like if you have nothing nice to say, don't say it. I'm. You know. And it, and it's true. Um, and it's also about the way. We, we communicate with each other um, because if you aren't sensitive to who your per, your partner is like what they can and aren't receptive to you know um, if you know that your partner doesn't take criticism well find a different way to express your discontent or your issue with them so that they're more receptive and it doesn't lead to a full blown Yeah. percent it does at least to me so maybe it's just a guy thing how we understand that uh <laughs> but uh no well, it, it, it comes it comes down to thinking of thinking like think 
about what you say before you say it. Right, right. I mean, it's very, very simple stuff, and I, I feel like a, like a lot of the time, we as people just get away from that stuff, and we think, me, 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 where, you know, relationships need to be about the other person. It's, like, don't get me wrong, take care of yourself. Right. But if, if you are in a relationship where marriage is possible or you're already married, the thing about those relationships is that it is about the other person at that point. So you know, obviously take obviously take care of yourself, but you're also there to take care of your partner too. Right. So touching on like touching on a couple things you just were talking about. Um, we were younger when you were in those uh, relationships, but if you, could you see being married doing a long distance relationship with your partner with your wife? Right, or vice versa, you know, just, you both could um, be present. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, if I, had, if, if I absolutely had to do it, I would, um, because it's my wife, and we have two kids, and, you know, I'm, you know I, I love my wife, I hate being away from my wife, but if it was something that we had to do for, you know, a period of time and not the rest of our lives, sure, I could probably do it, because the, the difference is now... You know, I have complete faith and trust in my wife because I know my wife. She would never do something off-color or, you know, have any infidelity issues. Just like I know that she trusts me and, you know, because we built a life together. Right. You know, we, we, have, we have two kids, um, you know, uh, uh, we just have a really great life together. I guess that's pretty generalizing of our life, but... Um, but if I, if, if it was something different where, you know, if it was before I met my wife and I was younger, if you'd have told me, hey, Tyler, do you want to try a long distance relationship for a third time? I tell you, hell no. <laughs> and I don't, I, and I don't, I don't give a shit how great, you know, the girl is. It's just not going to happen. Right. Um, cause you know, at, at, at the end of the day. I think the thing that people really need to think about is this, is that, you know, it is a grind being in a long-distance relationship because not only do you not get to, I guess, like physically see that person every day, but you have to worry about what they're doing. Yeah. And it makes you kind of go a little bit kooky because, you know, like for me, I was 100% into those relationships and it got to a point where the people I was dating it didn't feel like they were 100% into it anymore and and, and, you, can, and you can tell yeah and like I said so there are so many times when you're in a normal relationship where people start to lose interest but you're there to kind of see it and you can do more to yeah. oh, try absolutely. to work work things out whereas like I said being apart like, especially, like, um, Tampa to, like, well, I know, like, that was Angie, but still Tampa to Cincinnati, there's a huge time difference, so, not huge, but there is a time difference where one of you could be ready for bed, but one of you is just getting off work, you know, um, right. or, or vice versa, you know, they're, not being in the same time zone could also be limiting, because, like, even if you both really want to make it work, if you're just on, you know, like I've known people who've dated like in, from like different countries and one wakes up in the middle of the night so he can call. Oh, yeah. 
you know, his girlfriend uh, and say good morning yeah. and like, or like ask her about yeah. her day, you know? Yeah, I mean, and the, and the people, and you know, the people that go through it the worst are, you know, obviously the, the, uh, the great, the great people that are in our, in our military. I mean, think about that. Yeah. You know, they're stationed over in, you know, East Bufu nowhere while, you know, they have a wife or a husband that's taking care of the kids at home. I mean, that's, that's absolutely incredibly difficult. You know, you know, if you're someone who's married to somebody in the military, you know, you're, you're basically signing up for a long distance relationship. That's true. And it's a different type of worrying you have there. Uh, you're not worrying that they find a new partner, but you're just always in the constant state of worrying. Like I haven't heard from them in like a day or a week. Like, how are they, you know? Oh yeah. I, I, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where, um, you know, I know, and I know we're switching gears with this subject matter, but um, with, with that, because, you know, I have an uncle that was in the Army and, you know, is married to my aunt now, and, you know, they had to do that whole long-distance thing themselves for a while. Um, you know, I, I, I know for a fact the thing that's running through your mind, if you're the one that's, you know, deployed, there's a part of you that's worrying, you know, am I going to see my wife or my husband ever again? Right. You know, or, and, you know, there, I know there's got to be a little bit of, you know, are they being faithful to me while I'm gone? Yeah. And then, uh, just, I got a couple more for you, and then we're going to wrap it up. I don't want to take too much of your day. Um, but. Oh, no, you're good. But how long do you think effectively, like, you could maintain or, like, a long distance relationship should be maintained? You know, I know you were saying, like, you and, uh, Lauren had to plan to meet every six weeks. But is there like a certain time increment that's like definite or or duration that it should last? Um, you know, if it so, it really depends on the means that you have. Um, because you know, it, it's 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 not like everybody can afford to go out and like get on a plane every couple weeks to go see somebody. Um, you know, the only the only reason that you know. Lauren and I had worked it out to six weeks is because, you know, I figured out, you know, at that point I had a job where I was getting paid every week. Yeah. So I, I was able to figure out, you know, buying a plane ticket and then still having, you know, plenty of money left over to where, you know, I had a whole paycheck saved up just in case. So that way I could still, you know, buy stuff <laughs> at that point. Cause I didn't have bills. Yeah. Um, but I, it, de- it definitely depends on what your means are, I think. Um, like, you know, I, mean, it's... I, I, I remember at one point I even looked at, like, bus tickets, which that would have been an absolutely stupid thing for me to do. But I thought about it because it was a cheaper option. It, 100%. Um, what's that? I said 100%. Like, I've, I've, I've been there. I was like, you know, I spend a couple hundred on a plane ticket or, like, 40 on a bus ride. Yeah. yeah, it's a couple more oh, yeah. days or like a day extra, but I think exactly. I, I think so, I have done you know, that when I, I like. I'm, yeah, I I am by no means you know trying to tell anybody that's listening here to not go into a long distance relationship, but what I will say is that it will be very hard and very, very difficult. Yeah. You know, um, and there might there might have to be some some truths that you have to come to terms with that you're probably not going to like very much. And that's true, but I, like... Because... In most uh, situations like these, it always helps you kind of learn a little bit about yourself. Um, Like I said, what... Your boundaries. 
what you can and can't put up with, you know, like what you need in a relationship. Because you might not know. You might like, because you thought both those long distance relationships were great ideas. I, I don't know if you regret either of them, but I'm pretty sure you learned something about yourself in that time frame from them. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you, you know, do I regret being in those relationships? I think to a degree, maybe. But at the same time, I feel like without those relationships, I would not be where I'm at right now. Right. Um, and, you know, and, and that's another thing, too. You know, if you're someone who is really stressing yourself over a long-distance relationship to the point where you're, you just, like, feel sick and feel bad and stuff like that, you, you need to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you know, see, I, I don't know. Like, if you're someone who's about to enter one or thinking of entering one, you know, you really just have to ask yourself the question is, you know, what am I willing to sacrifice for this relationship? Or, you know, and, another, and another thing is, like, are you willing to move? Is that other person willing to move? I mean, uh, the, these are these are questions... Um... Like I said, like you really have to take the time and like ask yourself, what do you need in a relationship, or how long, how permanent is this situation? You know, there are a lot of jobs where like I have friends who like who have to go be gone for like two, three months periods, you know, um, yeah, or for like seasonal work. Um, you know, sometimes you're gone. Like uh, I looked, I looked into being a tour guide for um, like college and high school students. Uh, I worked nine months out of the year and I had three months off, but I'd be like in, like they, they go to different countries. So I was like, Hey, like I could be in France for a month and then have to go to Germany for six weeks. Like that's not really fair to ask, especially if you have kids or like a, a rooted family, I can't expect you to country hop with me or they might not provide housing for us to keep doing that. So so it's like, how permanent is your situation? Is something you should think about. Um, or also for like my younger audience, um, what I I just had this conversation with one of my friends uh, who I game with. Uh, she's about seventeen and in that young puppy love stage with her boyfriend, but like, uh. n- like not having a not responding to a text message became a huge thing. Like like for for like a couple hours became a huge thing oh, and yeah. it, like, yep. it, it brought, like brought him to tears and I was just like hey like hey you have to be more confident and comfortable with yourself because you have to like trust your partner's not out there cheating on your like doing something that you know would hurt you but also like time moves differently once you get older I was like three hours like I was talking to this last night three hours I was like yeah I could be at work I could be napping I could be on the phone oh, to yeah. I was like, oh, I was yeah, like, absolutely. I was like, you just have to, because you have to learn to trust and be comfortable with yourself. Because if you don't have those two things, your mind's just going to create this toxic scenario, and then you're going to yeah. break up for the seventeenth time in a week. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I mean, a good example, uh, at least for me, of that was you know I was on a family vacation with uh, some of our with some of my family's friends, like one big family vacation. Um, to Outer Banks, you know, on the beach, uh, you know, boogie boarding, all that stuff. Everyone's having a good time and everything. And, you know, I'm inside texting my girlfriend because, you know, I'm that caught up in all the, all the emotions. 
emotional crap that comes with that. Because, you know, because at that point, I felt like, well, hell, if I don't hear from her, she's doing something. Like, your your mind is going to absolutely run away with some scenarios. Yeah. So, you, 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 definitely, you definitely have to be... You definitely have to be careful with how you think about that stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if somebody doesn't respond to you right away, guess what? They have a life, too. <laughs> it's pretty much what I'm getting at. Sorry to bust your bubble, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they, have a, they have a life that they need to lead as well. And, you know, just, just because they're not responding to your text message right away doesn't mean they're cheating on you. Right. It probably just means they have something that they're doing. So... Tyler, thanks for coming on. That's about that's. I think that's a good place to wrap. I don't really have anything else for you. Um, gotcha. is, is there anything, any last little tidbits you want to give out to the TNSB family before we uh, call it a day? Absolutely. You know, um, well, first of all, thank, thank you for having me on this. Of uh, course. You know, I, I feel I feel kind of important being a guest on a podcast. You know, I'm, I'm practically like a celebrity. Um, <laughs> Don't expect somebody to give you something that you wouldn't give back to them. You know, um, that's just setting yourself up for failure and potential heartbreak and maybe a little bit of drama. And if you have a TV show, a podcast, go ahead and do that. Or you're a creative like songwriter. Go ahead. I'm super toxic to myself because it helps me be creative. But for everybody else who's trying to be healthy in your like love and mental life, just treat everybody like how you want to be treated. Um, But yeah, that's been another episode of the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad. Guys, I can't wait to see you next week for another one. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe on the show. Give me five stars or whatever you think is appropriate. All that really helps uh, other people. (laughs) Five stars. Uh, it helps uh, new people find us. Uh, and like I said, follow me on Twitter at, at, at Call Me Dreads or join the Facebook page, the Not So Bad Bachelor Pad, and uh, leave a comment. I read those. If you have uh, something you want me to talk about, I'd be glad to make a whole topic about it. Um, until the next one, see you guys.